to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. This is one of our video chats and I'm really excited today because we have our friends from Italy with us with a program called Sentimenta. And so I'm going to introduce all three parties. Harry Urban is with us and Harry you will probably recognize because he's been on the radio show. He is one of our founding members of Dementia Chats, videos that we do. And he is just such a, an avid advocate um, and is internationally known for his work. He has a group on Facebook called Forget-Me-Nots, and he's just doing exceptional work. And you'll, you'll hear from Harry a little bit later. Harry is also, in case you don't know, Harry has been living with dementia for about 13 years now. Next, I want to introduce Deborah DeAngelis. And she is um, over in Italy, along with Lydia Daly, both facilitate the Sentimenta program, which is a revolutionary international project that shows new ways of looking at dementia and living with it. Deborah is a social worker and the director of an Italian care home over there. And Lydia is a teacher and she specializes in laughter and happiness. And boy, Nothing better than that. So welcome um, all of you and thank you for being part of the program today. I'm, I'm very excited for you to be with us. I want to start out and I'm going to point this first question to, to Deborah, if you don't mind. But if you can explain to us what is Sentimenta and how is it different from all the other models that are out there? Okay, Sentimenta is a wonderful, revolutionary uh, Italian project. Um, the creator of this uh, project is uh, Letizia Spanoli. Letizia Spanoli is a social worker and uh, 30 years ago uh, she um, uh, began a work in uh, care houses and um, grew her experiences um, working with uh, people that uh, is living with dementia. And um, four years ago she created the model um, the the um, uh, important uh, thing in the model is that um, um, is about the idea that um, people uh, who are living with dementia um, uh, um, as have uh, their uh, feelings uh, lives. Um, so the idea is that uh, life uh, does not does uh, not end uh, with diagnosis. Uh, uh, but uh, they, um, they still uh, feel um, emotions, um, their own emotions, and uh, uh, the emotion of uh, other people. Um, so the model is uh, based on the importance of the relationships and um, on seven pillars. 
uh, that um, that create the um, the relation with um, the people who is living with dementia. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you, Lydia. Do you have anything that you want to add to that? I love that it's emotional based and it's relationship based because I I'm such a believer in that, and I I think the the word we use over here, and I don't know if you guys use it a lot over there but everyone's so person-centered but I think we forget about that core of the relationship and to me that's that's got to be number one in order to communicate well and and feel comfortable so Lydia I'm sure you have some comments to add oh yes I just wanted to say that this is exactly the point you were just uh, uh, talking about the relationship which is so in, which is so important in the way you are behaving with the people living with dementia and with the families. And the sentimental approach is just built around uh, the importance of the relationship and how we can just um, fill it with uh, emotions, with care, and with human uh, uh, relation, let's say. So this is a, a very important aspect. Then all the seven pillars uh, Deborah was talking about, are all um, scientifically based uh, pillars so it's uh, we we could mix you know sentimental approach is revolutionary because there is a mix of different scientific uh, pillars on which we are going to build the model and that can really help uh, the people living with dementia but also the family and the caregivers to create a new relationship and to fill it with love and uh, humanity and uh, um, a life with um, after the diagnosis, beyond the, diag the diagnosis. So it's quite important. So thank you. Harry, I'm going to pull you in because I want to know what made you decide to get involved with the program because you are a huge influencer here in the United States and around the world. I'm sure Deborah and Lydia is, is going to explain the seven pillars of, of the sentimental model. And when you hear them, you're going to hear what, what I've been trying to get across for the last 14 years. Here in the States, we treat dementia with medication and things like that. In Italy, they take a different a somewhat different approach to it. And their, their approach is more on the human side of it, the emotional side of it. That's the symptoms they treat. When I, when I first met these wonderful ladies and I got to know them and I got to know the, um, the sentimental model, I just fell in love with it because I believe in it so much and I practice it every day. And I think if you follow the sentimental model pillars, it will lead you to a more happy and a peace life. Well, and who the heck doesn't want that? So I think we better get to the pillars then. <laughs> so, um, Deborah, I'm going to have you kick off if you want to start and tell us a little bit about the seven pillars. The first one is uh, the, the um, uh, most important because it is uh, life does not end with diagnosis. The idea is to give back to the families and to the people uh, the hope uh, the idea that uh, you can uh, uh, carry on your life, um, something is changing, but um, you can um, uh, st still have your um, desire, your dreams, uh, and you 
you can do uh, all you want, uh, um, but in a different way. Um, the second pillar is uh, based on uh, the um, positive psychologist. And uh, we inspired uh, um, uh, from um, American neuropsychologist researchers, um, and especially from uh, Dr. Seligman, that uh, works uh, in um, Pennsylvania University, Penn, at Penn. And um, the idea uh, is that uh, events arrive in life, but uh, we can um, do the difference. Uh, when uh, we decided how to react uh, to events. Um, so it's very important, um, a positive uh, reaction to events and not to fall down. Another important pillar um, uh, is about contact uh, because the relationship is based on contact. Uh, that is a, a contact based on uh, touch so on your hands, uh, but also on um, eyes that uh, uh, meet. Uh, and um, the Italian word uh, for um, uh, contact is also uh, very similar to kindness. So the idea is to um, begin um, a relationship with kindness. Another important pillar is based on um, uh, Hertmat University researchers. Hertmat uh, studied um, the um, uh, electromagnetic field that uh, our heart creates. And um, so uh, when we um, uh, approach to um, a person, and um, uh, in particular, if um, is a person who is living with dementia, is uh, very important how to we approach, uh, which are the feelings uh, uh, that are inside our heart. We can um, also use some um, exercises uh, for changing our um, state of. Um, uh, uh, cardiac coherences to let the, this uh, relation be the best. The favorite hairy pillar is the laughter. <laughs> uh, laughter is very important because um, it gives lightness. I think that uh, Lydia could explain better than me a laughter um, pillar because she's a laughter ambassador uh, nominated from um, uh, the creator of uh, the laughter therapy. Sorry, I can just say a few words about it, but uh, Deborah was saying that uh, we use the unconditional therapeutic laughter uh, as a way to bring light into the life of the people uh, living with dementia, but also the families, and also to bring lightness to uh, this life. And it's then it's uh, building up a kind of resilience because you choose just to laugh. Um, and um, it's not that you're going to forget about the conditions you're going through and the situation you're going through, but it just gives you some uh, strengths just to go ahead in a lighter way, you know. 
and um, it's always making you feel good and also keep a good connection with people if you just use the smile and the laugh. And traditional laughter is so important because uh, there is still a reason we have to laugh in our life. We just have to choose it. So this is more or less about the unconditional therapy. And uh, it's very, very uh, effective uh, for uh, also the caregivers, also to prevent from the burnout. But what is so great in the module is that you can mix all these tools and it's getting you a great result, you know. It's not each single tool, but mixing together, uh, you can reach to a very good emotional state, and this is what the relationship is based on. And I, lo I love that unconditional laughter, you know, because it's just, <laughs> it's so fulfilling, and it's so fun, and it gets you in that childlike state of it's it's okay just to let loose, you know, and, and to be, and I think as as we age, we worry about what somebody's going to think, and how it's going to sound, and we're, we're so preoccupied with being judged and we're, we're letting that go and, and being able to be free. I can see why Harry was so excited when he hooked up with you guys um, with this because your pillars, they just make so much sense that life doesn't end. You know, once somebody gets diagnosis, it continues on. Using um, positive psychology is something we should be doing throughout our whole life, not just with dealing with people with dementia. You know, that is just an added communication, getting us back into reading those nonverbals that that we overlook because we're too busy. And then that unconditional laughter along with kind of the, the body and the mind um, working together, you know, as one. And, and I loved, um, Deborah, when you were talking about contact with kindness and I don't know if you guys are aware of the World Kindness Initiative out there, but I, I definitely want to send you some information on that. I am now a founding member of that. And they're in Australia and China, and uh, they're all over the place. They are just coming to the U.S. now, but I just think it's a perfect model to get people to slow down and just think about their reactions and how they, like you said, how they can control them, how they do have choice makes a big, big difference there. And then one of the pillars, though, I don't know if we talked about, and Lydia, if you could maybe expound on that, it was special behaviors. Yes, we have two other pillars. One is about emotions, and it's called like uh, emotions are not a disease. That means that you should learn just to welcome your emotions and then you can be aware of the emotion of the other people. And people living with dementia are so emotionally uh, present. That's so important also for us to work on our positive emotion, to get into contact with them, and also to, to be able to, um, to welcome different emotions they can go through. And you can also go through these emotions, which are not always, um, these are disturbing emotions, maybe uh, also because you're going through difficult moments, but you just have to switch then the emotion. And this is a very important pillar because in the medical, in, in a medicalized relationship, you don't want 
to you keep the distance with the emotion with your emotions and the emotion of the person you're taking care of and this is the wrong way just the wrong way to to leave the relationship because then this is the relationship that can help uh, to go ahead so it's very important that you should have a kind of reconciliation with your emotions and the emotion of the people also living with dementia and the special behaviors it's about the fact that you should just uh, change your point of view and don't uh, keep a cognitive point of view exclusively and so you should just put the the shoes of the people who are living with dementia and uh, see the way they can feel the situation and if they are not able to express themselves with a cognitive manner as they used to be before, then you should learn a different way. You can see that these are special behaviors are a language because people are trying to express themselves, their needs, and what they feel in a different manner. So we have to learn about these special behaviors, but always keeping in mind that they're trying to tell us something, and we should find the right way to get the message. I love the way you define special behaviors because they truly are a signal. They truly are another language. And, you know, one of the things that I always teach when I go out is I talk about how we all use, I think we all use the same equation to react. And that is our current attitude plus our, our past history create our perceptions and our perceptions create our triggers. And so it's our job to step into their, like you said, into their shoes, Lydia, and walk with them and figure out what's going on because it is a form of communication. I also loved when you were talking about the ability to express and feel all emotions. I, I think over here in the U.S. we are doing a horrible job and our mental illness on a whole is going through the roof because everyone's trying to be this perfect entity that doesn't even exist. Yeah. And, and people aren't allowed to express themselves and I think they become pressure cookers then and just pop and it could be just a real minor thing and I think it's uh, I think it's very critical for us to all understand that emotions are normal and you know they're good they're bad and they're ugly but we can move through them respectfully and not hurt ourselves or anyone else if if we as a community learn to allow that and and nurture that process and so I, I love your pillars. I, I think it's very, very exciting. I'm going to throw it up to Harry here for a second. Um, Harry, um, I know that you guys are doing a Sentimenta American Day, and you have uh, you've had a lot of influence in terms of being part of that. Do you want to share a little bit? Um, when that is coming up and um, what that's about? Sure. Um, I am. I am. Like I said before, I am so impressed with the sentiment uh, model. I want everybody here in the States to learn about it, but I may not be the right person to teach it. That's why I asked my wonderful friends here to come and talk about it. They have a way of connecting with people, Lori, that you will not believe. When they were here last time at Olafter Yoga, everyone fell in love with them. They connected with them. And that is so unusual. We have one one gentleman there that he never laughs. And they contributed to him being in his later stages of of um, 
his dementia. And I knew that wasn't true. And I'm sure Lydia knew it wasn't true because she had him laughing. And afterwards at a memory cafe, he would bring that up constantly that, oh my goodness, I never laughed so hard. I had such a wonderful time. And that uh, that's the influence they have. That's why it's so important that we learn these seven pillars. Now, I always talk about life beyond your diagnosis. That's one of them. I'm a big fan on contact. When you communicate with somebody, it's not only verbally, it's physically. Maybe you're just holding their hands and things like that. That's part of the model. You know, so many things like that influence me. One of the things that the Lydia taught me is to carry an extra smile in my back pocket in case I lose it during the day. Then I always have one to pull on. Simple things like that make such a big impression on you. That's why sentimental day, when we talk, it's not from a medical standpoint. It's from an emotional standpoint. This is how we live. And usually the seminars I go to, nobody is able to reach that level, that emotional level explains what it's like living with dementia. But sentimental can. For some reason, they they have that magic to connect with people. I think you really stated it beautifully. And I love the carry an extra smile in your back pocket or your purse in case you need it during the day. What a great philosophy. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tuck one away. I love what you also said about the emotional connection and the man who, you know, kept talking about his experience and he hadn't laughed that hard because, you know, as the saying goes, it's not what you say, you know, it's how you make people feel. And it sounds like that truly is the core of Sentimenta is, is getting in touch with that true heart sense of connecting with somebody, making them feel comfortable and safe and happy And what more do any of us need, you know, than that, Harry? One point I really, really think is important is my friends who speak Italian, we do not let the language barrier stop us from connecting. I think it's important that we know that because so many people say, like, the loved one is in a care facility. They assume they can't talk, they can't think, they can't do anything. They just assume things that are wrong. I think we proved the point. That now the first time they came to visit me, uh, I believe it was just Deborah and Letitia, and Letitia spoke broken English, very little English. So it was those two that we communicated perfectly. Hazel had no problem communicating with, them. and that's that's the that's the little things people have to learn, and these are the perfect people to watch, observe and learn from. Well, and I think when there's a communication barrier, you're, you know, typically we slow down and we pay more attention to those nonverbals that we just skip over. And, and we're just, we're more present, you know, we're just more present. And I think we all, I think everybody around the world needs that as a whole. Um, Deborah, I'm going to pull you into the conversation. I would like to know um, if you can speak a little bit more on you know, coming to America, when is that happening and how do people get involved? Uh, this is our third time in the States and um, it began, um, I think, uh, four years ago 
and um, Leticia uh, was uh, uh, reading about uh, Richard Taylor, kids welfare, and uh, people who are living with dementia and um, that um, are writing how they feel. And then uh, we read about uh, this uh, American man, Harry Urban, uh, that uh, was <laughs> writing on, uh, on Facebook uh, some posts when um, he shows to um, to whole uh, world how um, he was feeling. And uh, Letizia asked me, please, Deborah, translate for me uh, some of these um, posts. And um, after um, two, probably, or three years uh, that I was uh, reading about him and translating about him, um, Letizia decided to write a book. And this book is called Life Does Not End With Diagnosis. And uh, she put inside her book uh, many and many of um, Harry's words. And then uh, uh, it was a Sunday morning. He wrote, uh, she wrote me a message and she wrote, um, but um, I wrote a book, but uh, I want to be sure that uh, Harry Urban is real. <laughs> Would you like to come uh, with me in the States? <laughs> and um, and uh, me and Letizia went uh, last year for the first time uh, in the States. After this uh, first wonderful uh, meeting, um, we decided uh, to come back for the second time. And um, uh, Ilaria Filsi, the co-founder of uh, Sentimente Project, um, and uh, Lydia and uh, Juzi, a neuropsychologist that works uh, with the project, came um, in the States. And uh, we created uh, some um, courses and uh, a congress. And now is the time for the third times, uh, because um, the idea is uh, we, we would like that... Uh, uh, all people uh, meet the pillars, uh, meet uh, the new way of uh, looking and uh, thinking and feeling the dementia, uh, to create a new awareness of dementia. Um, so, <laughs> uh, our new, uh, new date. <laughs> what's, the, what's the date? For, for your conference and your yoga laughter? September the 4th, we organized a laughter, uh, unconditional therapeutic laughter course in the Lancaster General Hospital. Uh, the idea is to um, uh, invite, involve um, all uh, um, care workers, nurses, medicians, uh, um, social workers, um, and also families and people always living with dementia. Uh, and for the um, uh, 5th, September the 5th, uh, we organized the um, second Sentiment Day, where uh, we will speak about uh, all the project. Uh, both events are free, open to all people, uh, but we... Um, uh, would like to register people uh, with an email 
because um, uh, the the place is not um, unlimited. <laughs> At the end, Harry also asked us to uh, participate at um, his memory, ca memory cafe and uh, we will be happy to be also there. So three dates, three dates for us uh, in the States. Wonderful, that's, that's wonderful. Um, Lydia, do you want to add anything in, in terms of, are you gonna be the one heading up the unconditional laughter? <laughs> I think Leticia is a great master, so I will just follow her, but anyway. <laughs> um, I wanted to say that it is very important, the love, unconditional laughter course, but also the sentiment today, because we want to uh, reach people uh, who are also the caretakers, the caregivers, because we definitely want uh, sentimentalists to go ahead in the state, uh, also when we are going back to Italy. So this is necessary for us, that we should begin to, begin to, to find some partners who are interested in the model and we can train them. And so they, they can, uh, do uh, the best also for the people uh, staying in the States, you know, and this model is revolutionary. So uh, we are sure that uh, as soon as we get the right person, they just can catch the opportunity and then help so many other people to uh, meet the seven pillars and to better the life and the life of the people living with dementia. So this is really our goal. What we have chosen to come back uh, as our Harry was asking us because we want to find some sentimental American people who believe in the project and are ready to fight for it and because it's a revolutionary project so you know it's not so easy at the beginning to find the right people who are going to listen to you and open their arms but it can change the life of so many people it's really a life-changing experience Project. So we believe in that and we will come back to find the right people to follow us. Wonderful. I um, I need to connect you with uh, Cindy Lezinski, who's in Colorado. And I just went out to Colorado in June and did a, a tour out there and did like 14 different presentations. But she has a grassroots dementia friendly group that's amazing and I think they would be really really interested in this and she is she is just absolutely fantastic and they are very well connected to one of the hospitals out there as well who also sponsored an event when I was out and so I, I will make sure that she gets uh, your contact information and this video because I, I think that that would be um, just a, a really fabulous, fabulous yeah. match. Um, I think that would be great because also Leticia and Deborah and all the team, they are doing a great job in the care homes, you know, mm -hmm. um, because this is the, the place also when you can really help to change the way you're seeing dementia and helping the people living with dementia and their family. And uh, there is so much need to improve all the procedures, the practices, and the life of the people living with dementia, working, also taking care of them in these nursing homes. So it would be great that we can find, find like in Italy, some great directors, great coordinators, great nurses, 
that who wants to change the world, the world also, the working life, the world of the people, uh, they are helping. And so we can bring the tools, we can bring the, an easy way uh, to do that and to, to become a better person. So I think uh, we definitely are going to meet these people because, you know, the energy is attracting the right energy. Like we met Ari, we met you, uh, we're still going to meet the right people. <laughs> Yeah, there's, but I think our, our clinics and our hospitals need to understand these concepts as well. With this event coming up in September, is that a train the trainer or is that really more an overview? The sentiment today is, will be an overview, which is very important for the people to get to understand what we're meaning about this, the seven pillars. But the, um, the laughter and conditional course is just an open door. Uh, to train, to start to train the people because, you know, the unconditional laughter is a very easy pillar. When you're starting, you just feel how it, it is powerful and it can change your humor. And so this is the first thing we should uh, start to train. But then we could continue with all the other pillars like we're doing in Italy. And, uh, you know, in Italy now, uh, going through the organizations, we are changing the life of so many people. So this is what it, sh it, it has been created for. Leticia just want to make the revolution. <laughs> she has a big dream. And I think she's right because uh, it's just a... It's just something very true and uh, the approach, and it just deserves to find the person who needs it. Okay, Harry, did you have a comment? They they um they offer a, I think it's a three day training course, if I'm not mistaken, and it's a it's it's a course that certifies you in the proper techniques, and and everything, and what our goal is is to have, uh, get involved with various hospitals and care facilities so they can learn these techniques. That's why I think it is so important when they come to the United States, if we can set up a training, just a training course for this. We, we were going to try to do it this time when they came, but the logistics of it just didn't work out. You know that I mean that takes that takes time to to set that up, and uh, but I think it's very important now. At the one we're having this time, we have we have several laughter yoga instructors coming. Their technique is different than the Italian technique, and I want these people to come just to get the interest in it. Deborah, for these two days, do you know what the length of time is for the, the laughter yoga and then for the, the conference on the pillars? Uh, we began both days at 9.30 a.m. at the General Hospital in Lancaster. Yes, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be held at the Lancaster General Health Campus in Lancaster. Huge facility. Okay, so we probably don't know this particular room, but that's something that if they email you and register, and we will put on the um, we'll put on the site and the American Day. They can click on that to get a little bit more information because I saw that you had a a printout. I think it was for the fifth that was like 
9.30 to 12.30 roughly for the day. And um, I didn't know if the laughter yoga was the same length of time or not with that. And I'm seeing all the shaking heads. So, um, and again, that's September 4th and 5th for Sentimenta American Day. And you can get more information by going to, you can just Google Sentimenta American Day. Um, but we'll we'll put the link in here for you as well with the video. Here now, now it, it, it's very important since space is limited that we, we try to encourage people to register. Um, Lydia, any last minute comments from you? Well, we're just waiting for um, all the um, all the people to come and uh, attend this seminar, this free seminar, and it's really a big opportunity they have for the training, uh, which, be, which will be for free this time, uh, the unconditional after training. And uh, you can have also a certificate uh, for attendance the, of the training, so you can also uh, use it for the work for the caregivers. Wonderful, thank you. Um, Deborah. Any, anything you'd like to say? I can't wait. Thank you very much for um, your, um, your kindness and, your, and this possibility. Harry, how about you? Any last words? I am just so happy. I look through the eyes of somebody living with dementia. That's my, that's my world. When a group can touch so many of us, this special. I am so, I am so proud and happy to be involved with Sentimenta that um, I can't say enough about them. And I thank you for giving us the opportunity to share what we know. Wonderful. Well, I look forward to getting this pushed out. And if you're watching this, please pass it on to others. Uh, because if you can't make it this time, maybe it'll be another time. Or uh, maybe they'll come to your town. So um, know that there, you know, there's just so much hope out there. And there are so many great tools. And, you know, try not to miss out on a wonderful opportunity uh, to be in Pennsylvania, in Lancaster, at the General Hospital, uh, September 4th and 5th for uh, the Sentimental Methods. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.